Shooting big, big love to my Strange Lunch universe. To all my listeners and supporters and observers and participants and friends. I'm here reporting live on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Um, right now, currently, I am eating a panini pressed sandwich with a beautiful black cup of coffee, a little bit of uh, MCT oil inside the coffee, and I've got Scarface playing on the laptop in front of me. Just to paint the picture of, you know, what we got going on here. I spent the majority of my morning organizing my space, um, organizing my closet, rather, my space, closet. <laughs> my, very quickly does my space become my entire closet unless I tame the closet, you know? You need to tame your closet every once in a while and make sure that it, like, much like everything else in this world, encroach onto the rest of the world. You know, your entire room can become a closet if you don't like imagine it like some kind of like animal spreading itself. You know, it's weird, but it is what it is. It's funny, um, <clears throat> funny to imagine it that way. Um, this week has been interesting. I didn't get to do my podcast on Friday. Um, I was feeling a little under the weather and I didn't get to do any of the things that I wanted to do Friday and Saturday. Uh, the boat party was dead because, uh, the police shut it down. Um, and then my next go-to was going to go to the wonderful Chapri songs of a about boys tour, the last stop in Brooklyn. Um, that would have been really nice to catch, but again, feeling under the weather, decided to stay home and read a short PDF on how to dominate Twitter, which is a, a PDF about just how to succeed in social media. I have to, you know, you have to educate yourself in it. It's never, um, it's never too much work, especially if you spend your time there. Wouldn't you want to spend your time most effectively? Um, I know for a lot of you who listen to or follow the podcast Instagram, we I had brought up the idea about your time and your attention being your number one currency and how you can train and compound that time and attention to work and provide the most amount of value, you know, by applying your time and attention to things that you consider valuable or others consider valuable. And, um, you know, I'm here all about figuring out ways to um, encapsulate and compound these ideas for the people that, you know, pay attention to to what I'm doing, my creativity. Because in my creativity, I want to write, like I'm very self-aware and aware of the DNA of the things that I curate, you know? Uh, right. So, you know, definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do a lot of you knows and ums and I have to be very mindful of it, 
sometimes, as they say, when it comes to speech coaches, sometimes a pregnant pause builds more drama than the fillers of the ums and the uh and your nose. I'm working this out live, real time. With time, I'll be better at this and really use these pregnant moments, these pregnant pause moments to bring thoughtful insight. You know, when you when you want to say, you know, or like, or any of these filler words, by just taking a moment to pause, you're taking a moment to almost feel that empty space to then fill it, you know, with the proper thing. That the, those, those moments where you are creating fillers are really moments that you can take a step back, but you're too afraid to take a step back and be thoughtful. So that, that's how I'm thinking about it, you know. Um, full disclosure, I had this amazing edible truffle, truffle that I acquired from this event in the Absurd Conclave. That's the name of the venue, Absurd Conclave, where my friend is, has a residency every Tuesday. Which, by the way, if you um, are a fan of fast boy culture, and if you're a big fan of Strange Lunch and any of my creative ventures, Tomorrow's Veggies and any of my friends, that's where I'll make sure to be every Tuesday as well. My friend has a residency, but the culture has a residency there. So, so here we go. You know, this is this is our time to um, party, get to know one another, network in the best possible way. I like. I've always liked the idea of being a regular and a habituant of a place that is full and rich of community or creating a community around it. You know. Um, when I went through a really serious breakup, and when I say serious, I mean I had my longest relationship. It was three years. Um, the breakup, you know, I needed time to heal. I wasn't looking for anybody at that time. Um, and I started to put together parts of my life that I feel like maybe weren't together when I entered into a relationship, which I feel are a part of me, but I just haven't grown into it yet, you know? And one of them is having like restaurants and places that people know me. Something just tells me that that's just one of the right things to do as a person. Um, I don't want to blame capitalism, but the, you know, the way that our society is structured, the way that television infiltrated, like it broke some of our culture here in real life and culture gets created with, uh, consistency uh showing up to a place over and over and now me knowing that in the later years i find places to call home community all the time for example sweetwater dance yoga where i learned my my uh i got my 200 hour yoga uh instructor course you know so maybe my word of advice here would be um Go ahead and figure out a place to become a regular and for people to know you to build reputation. The people that you build reputation with will reflect on you. Your your frequency is your tribe. Your tribe uh, determines your frequency. I'm 
very, very blessed to be connected with a lot of you who decide to listen to this podcast right away. Like, I think it's already instant value, the fact that real recognizes real in the situation. So I'll never stop talking about that because I think that I'm here to bring awareness to the important thing. Um, yeah, so it's been a, a pretty uh, jam-packed week. Shout out to Keys Essentials. That's my girlfriend. She um, did some vending at the Absurd Conclave. She made a bomb empanada. She did turkey empanadas and mushroom spinach with ricotta cheese empanadas. And the turkey had um, ricotta cheese as well. Excuse me why I take a bite of my pepinini sandwich. Bringing the lunch part into Strange Lunch. <laughs> I probably won't do that again. I'll probably end this podcast before I take my next bite. Because I realized that the, the chewing isn't exactly an auditory experience. Unless y'all are into really weird ASMR. Not that ASMR is weird, but this one would be a very strange one. Um, when it comes to health on my tomorrow's veggies consciousness or art side, I'm really, really loving the importance of beets right now and the importance of probiotic health. As of late, I've been having like really bad stomach problems in June. And it happened when I think I overate for one week and it my, my stomach never recovered. I, 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 and I did kind of fast in the month of May, I believe. So coming out of May's fasting, I feel like my stomach reset and was very sensitive. And when I pounded it during, I would say, Memorial Day week, um, I've never been the same. So... I've I've like been very mindful. I'm like, oh, I think I gotta protect my stomach right now. And the reason why probiotic health, I find it to be so interesting, is because to learn about your your stomach bacteria, to learn that you have a you have an entire culture, you have an entire. A group of living things in your stomach that you're constantly throwing food into like oh here like I'm gonna make it rain food for you guys just keep doing the good work you know um, it really makes you think and learn the fact that you're not just one being yourself what makes me up it's not just my community the people around me that's part of it but then also I have an entire universe in my stomach that also isn't uh uh what's it called it's not parasitic but almost mutual relationship with and a lot of people right now when they're talking about gut health they talk about how your stomach has m- more neurotransmitters than your brain so yes your brain does perform some of the functions of your body but your stomach lining, the bacteria in your stomach, the neurotransmitters in your stomach play such a huge role 
in our well-being. What you eat is important. What you're feeding yourself, what you're feeding not just yourself, but the little different parts of you that work together to maintain and be you, if that makes sense. So um, it's just kind of a, a very interesting, trippy thing to imagine. You know, we think of ourselves as alone in this world. But did you know that, you know, a poor diet can lead to terrible energy levels, negative thoughts, and all kinds of things? Now, that doesn't mean you have to go hardcore vegan. You don't have... I'm absolutely against veganism, really. Uh, You have to be carnivore, you know, vegetarian. But eating more vegetables would be a good start. And um, I think that a probiotic is a good opening conversation for health in my art and things of that sort. So... Um, Look out for more content around that because I think that that is one of my more specific fascinations there because your stomach is like such is like a a whole brain in there going on and it it is tied a lot to mood. For example, Jordan Peterson, um, he's a psychologist, really. He suggests people who are usually anxious, he recommends them to eat high fat, I believe, and high protein in the morning the reason being that these will help calm the anxiety and instead of like spiking up your blood sugar with like a with sugars and carbohydrates um the protein uh and the high fats will give your body something to work with and something like a a, a nice steady source of energy over time for your morning and he recommends it for people with high anxiety because when you have high anxiety, um, there's something that happens with blood, with your, your blood sugar. Um, you can look it up yourself. Uh, Jordan Peterson, YouTube, um, I think anxiety and breakfast. These are like little keywords, tags that you can use. Right. So I'm so happy with what I've been learning lately for social media. And, you know, that's why the podcast ended up so late. But um, I'm starting to get into rhythm of this new creative life that I've opened up using the book Artist Way and and also all the other things that I've been really steadily looking to learn and apply myself in. So if anything, this update, this episode it was designed just to give y'all a glimpse of what's going on and also for me not to miss a podcast week. Um, I haven't had really time to sketch out full ideas, but I figure that something, especially, um, you know, I feel like what's really more important these days is what you're repeating day to day. Like what, what what are your curiosities over long periods of time? A quote by Einstein goes is that I'm not smarter than anybody else. I just stayed with a question longer than other people. You know, and a big important part of life, I would say, is what are these questions that you're striving to answer over long periods of time? You know, not the, 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 the questions that you get an instant gratification answer to. 
how what are the biggest questions you can set out to answer in this lifetime? The big questions. The bigger the question, the longer it takes for you to get the answer to, the more valuable when you do get the answer, the answers become or, or are, especially to the world around you. So stay curious, my friends. Um, all the love. This has been Strange Lunch. I'm going to go ahead and finish watching Scarface and enjoying this wonderful panini sandwich and black coffee.